0: Hello, today I'm going to be talking about hoarding and hoarding during coronavirus. I have three very special interviewers here today going to be talking about their experience and what they've experienced during quarantine and if they have felt that they need to hoard during this crisis of a time. This is Alexis Friedman here and my first interviewer is going to be Kendall Friedman. These are some of the questions I'm going to be asking her. One, Kendall, describe what your fridge looks like in normal times. Hi, Alexis, thanks for asking.
1: Um, I like to keep the refrigerator nice and tidy. I think it's great to have a selection of drinks, maybe a juice, a couple different coffee creamers. Um, I like to have flavored waters. I always have deli foods to make quick sandwiches, eggs and butter, assortment of hot sauces, and a lot of fruits and vegetables, specifically avocados, cucumbers, radishes, things of that nature.
0: Awesome, Kendall. That sounds like an amazing fridge you have. To my next question, describe what your freezer looks like in normal times. Well,
1: normally we don't freeze too much because we like things to be fresh and uh, we don't have an an op- an opportunity to really need to freeze food although our family likes to make stock every week so we you tend to make a batch of stock and we freeze whatever we don't use for the times of the year that we're too busy to make stock so we might have six or seven jars of homemade stock we always have ice cream sorbets maybe a pie shell that we could turn into um, some sort of a dessert if we want to um maybe some popsicles that's
0: about it awesome describe what your cabinets look like in normal times
1: well our pantry has an assortment of uh tomato sauces it has some soups some canned items that we use for making soup Um, we also have some pastas let's see what else do we have there um uh, not too much of anything else maybe some chips some crackers some cookies that's about it
0: describe what your cleaning closet looks like in normal times maybe where you store toilet paper or extra paper towel sure we um we do buy those things
1: in bulk so at any given time we might have 10 extra rolls of toilet paper Um, we might have six or or eight rolls of paper towels stacked up in the storage closet um we have a vacuum, a broom, a mop, and, you know, um, things that we need to, to be able to mop the floor with. Um, but, yeah, in general, we we have things there, but we're not too concerned, overly concerned, with having multiple quantities of things.
0: Now, specifically, can you tell me what your fridge, freezer, cleaning closet looks like in detail? How many rolls of toilet paper do you have right now in your house? Any un- Are there any unusual amounts of items? If so, what? Thanks, Alexis.
1: Yes, it's interesting what happens when um, you find out that you might not have access to everything you want all the time. You do tend to feel like you should stock up on some of your favorites. Uh, for instance, I love coffee, so I made sure that I had some extra ground coffee around um, I probably, instead of having one bag of coffee, I I bet I have six of them in the uh, pantry right now. And I also noticed that um, instead of buying one creamer a week, I bought multiples of the same thing just in case the stores closed and we wouldn't be able to get to the grocery store. Um, I also tried to think about it in the refrigerator things that wouldn't spoil so quickly. So we bought some yogurts some cottage cheese, some deli meats that were, had long expiration times on them, Um, even, you know, added some extra canned items. And of course our freezer, we put a lot of meats and even vegetables and frozen vegetables in there so that we could make some nice uh, home-cooked meals in case the stores closed. It was definitely a different feeling since we have access to so many beautiful fruits and vegetables all the time. Um, But we we made a decision as a family, we'd only be going to the grocery store twice a week. So we needed to think through the amount of meals and the amount of people that were going to be in our home quarantining with us, and how we could, you know, have a nice selection of items, but really eat what we could have here available to us. So we wouldn't have to keep going to the grocery store.
0: Kendall, how often do you usually go shopping in normal times?
1: Typically, we would go once a day. Uh, we would go to the grocery store after discussing in the morning what we felt like eating for the day or for dinner, and we'd buy what we needed for that day. And uh, Primarily, dinner is the is the meal that we focus on. That's when everybody is home, so we would talk about what we wanted for dinner and then go shop for it.
0: How often do you go shopping now and how long do you have to stand in the line for?
1: We, on average, we're trying not to go to the grocery store more than twice a week. And, um, you know, we've been able to figure out the stores that are less crowded. So, you know, there are times we've spent maybe 10 minutes in a line. But I think, on average, we're pretty lucky that the stores that we go to are keeping the shelves stocked well enough so that you can... uh, Uh, and people flowing through them so it doesn't feel too inconvenient to wait in line and wait your turn.
0: Thank you so much, Kendall, for sharing your experience with hoarding. Now you have been handling it in your family. I just want to remind everyone that we are talking about, in normal times, some people are hoarders. This is usually associated with psychological conditions and depression. These days, however, there's a new phenomenon panic buying, and hoarding due to coronavirus. This is all happening to everyone around us, around the world, and hoarding is a real thing. Do we know if we'll be hoarding forever after this traumatic crisis in our lives? We don't know, but we're gonna go and talk to a very famous psychologist at UCSF, Alison Arnold, and see what she has to say about hoarding. Next, I'm going to be reading a dialogue between me and a young lady named Ruth Kushner. She's 73 years old and lives in San Francisco. I asked her the same questions as I did with Kendall, but she answered a little differently. Describe your, what your fridge looks like in normal times. In normal times, I can always see the back of the wall of the refrigerator. It's never packed full. There's lots of space and open air in the fridge. That's because I like to eat fresh food that I usually buy once a week or every other day. I don't like old food in the fridge, things that get used pretty quickly, and I get rid of anything that's dated. It's very well organized in there. All of the condiments are also very fresh. Nothing has run out of date. I'm aware of freshness. Each shelf has food on it, but nothing is crowded. I typically have a lot of green vegetables, veggies, apples, seasonal fruit, I'm also a vegetarian and I am a pescatarian. The vegetable bin is always filled with carrots, celery, leeks, parsley, fresh dill, things like that. I don't like buying large quantities because I like to have food as fresh as possible. The exception is if I'm having house guests and then the fridge gets filled up pretty fast. It's usually just me and my cat. I make her fresh food and myself fresh food and it doesn't take a lot of room. Different salad dressings fill my fridge. In the door of the fridge, there is an array of marmalades, jams, all homemade by me or my friends. There is always a dozen eggs in the fridge. I devour them. My one big sin is butter. I will never give it up. I love bread, certain bakeries, plus I love baking it. And my biggest sin is toast, late at night, with butter. I always will have at least four sticks of butter in the fridge. I always have almond milk, oat milk, it's a necessity. It's a very reasonable, healthy looking fridge interior. Describe what your freezer looks like in normal times. Similar to my fridge, it is not crowded. One area has ice packs just in case anyone has been injured including me or my neighbors. I usually have a backup of frozen salmon which is also caught by my friend named Tom. It lasts for a very long time and I love it. When I bake bread, I always bake at least four loaves. I usually freeze half of whatever I bake so I can stay fresh. Right now, I have an Irish soda bread sitting in my freezer that I made about three weeks ago. Once it unfreezes, it's great, especially toasted. My biggest weakness is vegan sorbet. My favorite flavor is dark chocolate. I always have a pint in my freezer, especially since ice cream bar is right near my house. I also keep coffee beans and Pete's coffee in the freezer door. I also freeze butter so I can never run out. My freezer typically doesn't look like it belongs to a person who is worried about being quarantined. Describe what your cabinets look like in normal times. There's a little bit different. I have a pantry, and I keep a good supply of flour and dried beans, lentils, beans, different grains like quinoa, farro, oats. I like I like making dishes with fresh veggies and beans. That to me is a perfect meal. I also keep yams, a variety of different kinds, in the pantry, and lots of yellow and red onion, garlic, also ginger. Those things haven't changed. There's just a lot of more of those things right now. Normally, I just have a few jars of olives and usually one box of Annie's mac and cheese. Emergency comfort food. There's a lot of organic cat food, grain-free, canned, and packed cat food for my very special 19-year-old cat, who I also make fresh food for sometimes. I usually have oat bran back here to make special oat bran muffins. And the other typical baking supplies, never in quantity. I always have cocoa and a substitute for coffee called Pero. The last thing that's always in there is gourmet baking cocoa and some oils, usually olive oil, sesame oil, plus one or two different kinds of vinegars. I also have a tea drawer here. My favorites are Numi Earl Grey, Numi Breakfast, Lady Grey, Yogi Ginger, Mango Tea. Spices made by Spicely Organic are back here too. I so many chocolate bars, it's terrible. The chocolate area is super abundant. I think it's my go-to comfort food. I like a healthy diet. I have one more, two things, because I never want to carry a lot home. Plus, I don't need it. Describe what your cleaning closet looks like in normal times. My cleaning closet has products for cleaning the floors, the bathroom, for washing clothes in the water, etc., I have like different products for floor waxing, mopping, I have the, all the Swifter stuff, I have rubbing alcohol in the closet, and hydrogen peroxide. I have basic cleaning supplies but not an excess amount. I usually have three packages of toilet paper and maybe two of paper towels. I usually have dish soap as a backup or two in case I run out. I always have an OxyClean also package of the cool little colorful scrubbers and plastic kitchen bags, small, medium, and large. I always have two. I only have what I need for a month, nothing crazy. I have some steel wool and cheesecloth in the closet, too. How often do you usually go shopping in normal times? I go shopping every other day for fresh food, small amounts. I only go to small markets near my house, Luke's on Cole Street or Gus's on Haight. It's super nice because I get to walk there and it's super easy when I buy small quantities because it's easy to walk back to my house from these places. Now specifically, can you tell me what your fridge, freezer, cleaning closet looks like now in detail? How many rolls of toilet paper do you have right now in your house? And other unusual amounts of items? If so, what? Start by multiplying, questions 18, 19, 20, and 21 by 4. I have four or more of everything than I normally would have. I really went to the hoarding place. I started listening to all the news talking about people over 65 should not leave the house. Whenever my neighbors go shopping, whether I need things or not, I always say yes when they ask, do you need anything? It's kind of embarrassing, but I'm just being honest in telling you this. Sometimes I just ask for things that are stupid, like fresh dill pickles. Who needs dill pickles? Some things are kind of logical based on the fact that we don't know how long this will last. And we hear stories about empty shelves where toilet paper should have been in stores. But some of this is very irrational, anxiety-based shopping. Who needs capers? I have 12 rolls of toilet paper. I have six boxes of Kleenex. I have eight rolls of paper towels. And when I look at them, I feel like I should go get more. I've been spending hundreds of dollars on cat food. My cat Dakota is fantastic. She's still getting acupuncture and my vet's van every four weeks and stay at home started. I have 20 packs of feline greenie smarty bites for my skin and fur health. Those are treats. Flavors are tuna, salmon, chicken, and catnip flavor. I live alone and I spoil my cat. She's like the most spoiled cat in the world right now. And I bet that's not true. I don't want her to die, whether it's during this pandemic or ever. I think I have more cat food and treats than anything else. And I feel it really speaks to being alone in the house. How often do you go shopping right now? And how long do you have to stand in lines for? I hardly go shopping at all. Other people are shopping for me. Every now and then I sneak out, put my mask on and go to a store and feel like I'm breaking the rules, which is kind of liberating. I'm glad... They have the rules for older people to go in first thing in the morning, though. I never have to stand in lines, mostly, though my really great neighbors or my daughters do the shopping, leave the things at the door, sometimes with flowers, so I'm lucky. After hearing from Kendall Friedman and Ruth Kushner about their experience during hoarding during this pandemic, it really made me think to contact a psychologist and hear what she has to say about these times and where people are going with hoarding and what she thinks is going to happen in the future about this. Next, we're going to be talking to psychologist Allison Arnold from UCSF. Since this time of COVID, I was not able to see Allison Arnold, the special psychologist, in person. So I'm about to share an email chain between me and her on my questions about hoarding behavior. Do non-hoarding people start hoarding in crisis times? Not exactly. A hoarding disorder usually involves hoarding items other people would consider trash, like wrappers, empty boxes, and string. People who don't have a hoarding disorder have been exhibiting behavior that has been labeled as hoarding, including stockpiling toilet paper and dry goods. This comes out of stress out of crisis. When people hear they may not have regular access to those things, We are biologically driven to keep ourselves alive and healthy. So during crisis, people will stockpile necessary items for their safety. Is hoarding a stress behavior? Hoarding gets worse in people who have hoarding disorders when they are stressed. That's different from most people who are stockpiling. That is related to stress. People are worried about not having access to these things. So by stockpiling, they are giving themselves reassurance. The reinsurance reduces the stress, which feels good but this makes the stockpiling behavior more likely to happen the next time the person is stressed. Reassurance usually fuels the anxiety cycle in the long run. Is a little hoarding a normal behavior? Absolutely, we all have a range of obsessive-like behaviors. It's abnormal when it causes significant distress or gets in the way of life, like if someone can't move around their room freely because it's too cluttered or if they don't want people to see their room due to embarrassment. Are you hoarding anything right now? I am not. Will people stop the crisis? Will people stop when the crisis ends or will they continue to still hoard out of fear? People will ease up on stockpiling when they feel more certain that they will have access to necessary items. This reassurance may come from reading articles or having experts tell them that the supply chain is fully functioning. It may take time for people to gradually feel more reassured. How long does it take for people to calm down? Everyone is different. This will depend on when different countries, states, and countries reopen, how much news there is about the supply chain, and whether there are future peaks of the virus going forward. It also depends on people's baseline level of anxiety. There are also more... There may also be an effect where people get more and more used to our new way of living. So some people might get used to the feeling of being scared and hoarding slash stockpiling. Hey, listener. Right now, take a look in your fridge, in your pantry, and in your closet. Do you see any hoarding or stockpiling? Don't be shy. No one's watching.